Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. in the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Full cool. fat. <laughs> Warmed in the microwave. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Dave, but it sounds hilarious. Oh, man, I got to send it to you. It's uh, one of my favorite videos I've ever seen. It is uh, thoroughly stupid. Uh, I love that lady, though. That lady's dope. Uh, I only know her from uh, from the Tiki Talks. <laughs> Hold on. The way Dave has laughed at that video. Are you ready, Mike? Uh, hold on, hold on. I bought an Apple Mac Mini, and the fucking monitor. I so I took my, everything apart, and I took my computer apart. I took everything down. I unplugged everything, and I also I wired everything up to plug my Mac Mini, and the fucking monitor is not compatible with it. So I have to buy. I have to, I have to like buy a monitor and wait for it. But whatever. Um, I'm recording. I'm good to go. Do you want to do like a like sticks to make sure we all sync up? Um, what? What are you talking about? I'll sync up. I have. I have you, a like glue, in a, I have a glue stick. I don't know what other sort of stick I no, have here. You count. So what you do is you count three, two, one, and you clap, and then you line up the claps when you do the recording of the separate tracks later. I also have a memory stick. I have two sticks. Do, do right we not here. know? Do that's what those sticks are for. No, I understand. I'm saying we don't do that here. Like, this isn't like, are you new here? Like, what like, kind of low this? caliber bullshit did I sign up for? No, just kidding. I don't know. Like, the lowest, caliber. Like, the lowest caliber. And we're recording. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome. Can we get that? <laughs> You're stuck with me now, you motherfuckers. All right. Welcome to, me. The, welcome to the Mock Geekmore podcast, your uh, favorite podcast where you come to listen to people <laughs> talk, debate, and argue over yeah. our favorite top four, Mount Rushmore's, if you will, of our uh, uh, pop culture subject. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your looking, uh, listening device, is the uh, Mount Rushmore of uh, fictitious TV hangouts, right? I guess. Bars. I, I I said I said restaurants first, but then it just expanded into bars and diners. And... Uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, fictitious place to hang out uh, from TV. Uh, that's not the woods or somebody's apartment. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird way to phrase this. <laughs> yeah. I am Larry Science. With me as usual is David. Howdy. And Missy. Hi. And today we have uh, Mike Mercado. Yo. The only yeah. professional. You... <laughs> <laughs> the only one who knows how to do shit right. That is uh, that is that is Mr. Mike Murdoch. <laughs> Two, one. <laughs> got it, got on purpose. We got it. Yep. <laughs> uh, We're so good can at I this. Just tell you, uh, one of my favorite things about being on Paul and Ron was when they would do the please hold, right? Because it's a gimmick. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. It's a tradition. Everybody would. 
please hold on. They all, they all do it together. And I purposely would fuck that up all the time. <laughs> where every, Cause they do this thing where everybody's like nodding their head and everybody goes, please hold. And I'll go, they would go, please hold, please hold. And then they're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like and everybody one, says please hold it you're like hold please yeah, and, then one, and then Paul one time goes you're doing it on purpose bro if you're not going to do it right don't do it <laughs> so funny. I have bad right, mouth uh, coordination Mike if, uh, from the last time you were on a geek more uh, what we've had one slight change and that's that we have a timer now we have a five minute mm-hmm. pick rule so if you whatever, whenever you're going to talk about whatever selection you made uh, 20 minutes ago or 10 minutes ago uh, <laughs> you only have 5 minutes per, per selection uh, unless it's a tabled pick and then you get 7 minutes but that's besides the point anyway, you're acting like I don't that, already listen baby 7 uh, minutes heaven 7 7 7 <laughs> um, we can't talk about that show anymore because that guy did that thing what? <laughs> multiple, that, times. multiple times multiple times <laughs> but the, the daughter guy. also did that thing Justin Timberlake am I right <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> Dave. How did you make your selection? Going from uh, clockwise from my from my point of view, Dave, you're on top. What is um, <laughs> your? How did you make your selection of these faces? Uh, I gotta I gotta be honest, man. I was so busy today. I uh, I put next to no effort, uh, like not no <laughs> effort, but next to no effort into this. I just had like almost no time, and when I did had time, uh, I finally started playing Doom Eternal. And so, like, that's mm-hmm. what I did. And then when I was like, oh, shit, I should probably think about this a little bit. And then I thought about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> what, that, none of that was ne- needed to be said. How did you come up with your selection? Not how long did it take or, like, how much effort did you put? How did you, were there any specifications you put? Were there any, like, self-made rules? Like, that, none of the things that you actually said w- w- needed to be said and shared with the audience. What I'm asking you is, when you did make your selection, when you finally made the 30 seconds of room in your life to do the selection, what were the things that you were looking for in this list? Is this a place I would want to go to? And there you go. Slash drink. A place. There you go. That's a good one. Mike, how about you? When we called you eight minutes ago and we asked well, you to be on this mountain. Of all the where, people in the world. selection? Of all the people in the world that I think would have this list like already at like in my mind, it's me. Like that, I'm glad you called me because immediately I was like, oh yeah, I got four, sure, no problem. Um, <laughs> but they're all places that I have to like the property of the of the like. It can't just be like, oh, that's a cool place. It, I have to like the whole kind of thing of it, like she the whole show, show or the movie or whatever that okay. that it's a part of. And then um, well, it's not movies. It's not movies. It's only shows. So FYI. Oh, that Thank does change sure. one of my things then. Okay. Um, Making sure you're aware. Good, good. Thank you for show. telling me because then I'll take it <laughs> okay. off and I'll put it in honorable mentions because I'm going to mention it no matter what. <laughs> um, okay. All right. But yeah, it's just like the place it is. It, it really is like the place that you would like when you're watching the show that you want to hang out there. Like you like you're like. Or even like to to uh, also like that adds to the show where you're like I wonder what everyone else's life in that room is like you know like if you if like I don't want to I, right. I you know like I would have to mention examples to kind of do it but I don't want right. to like ruin anybody's pick but Missy, yeah how about how about you how did you make your selection I had three rules 
um, a place I would want to hang out with, like hang out there under regular circumstances. Um, it has to be a place where I would want to run into like the fictional characters that are part of the show. Yes. And, yes. and by extension, it would afford me the opportunity to like exist in that fictional world for like mm. an hour or two. Mm. Mm. That's it. Like, yes. Yes. I like, I will copy and paste Mrs. Response. And, uh, Cheater. Place it here. This is uh, a voting no, guide all, all over all again. That, I, I, but I, I was, I was, it's one of those things. And one of these, I think maybe two of these shows while watching the original run, I was like, man, I would love to fucking go. Like, it was like one of those, like, man, I want to hang out there. I want to hang out with, you know, XB, you know, ABC person. And I want to do, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, like, I, I don't know. So, yeah, definitely want to hang out there. Um, and if it's a food place, because I don't, not all my places are food um, uh, or specifically food. But if it's a food place, I made sure to pick um, a place that in the show, they mention how good the food is. Mm. Because there's like a place and I'm, yes. if it's on anybody's list, just don't mind me. But the diner in Mike and Molly, I love that show, Mike and Molly. And the diner is, a, you know, whatever, it's a regular diner. But they're always talking about how bad the fucking food is there. And I'm like, I do not want, like, no, I do po- not want to. You wrote a fictional world. Just make the food good there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but that's the whole thing. They make, that's the, the and as a career, as a, <clears throat> from a writing perspective, I get it. They, they, you can make more jokes about how bad the food is, right? Like every episode is like, oh, how bad is the food today? Whatever. And they, mm. and they talk about That's whatever. true. That's true. So, uh, but yeah, I, I don't want to go to there. Um, I want to go to places where the the food is either good or the or the alcohol is good or the ambiance. So that's it. All right, that's our that's the reason. That's how we came up with our our list. Let's go on to our number four. With the fourth pick, number four, round four. I'm in no mood for your wise crack. Let's get it on. All right, David, your timer starts now. What's your number four? All right. My number four is the Double R Diner from Twin Peaks. Um, uh, Did you? Okay. Uh, You uh, know me quite well. Um, Well, this is one of your favorite shows, right? It is. It is. I've never seen the show, but I was like, yeah, um, David written all over it. The uh, the the diner is like a classic '50s style diner, uh, and it's owned by. the pseudo love interest of the the FBI agent that goes to investigate the murder in this town. Um, uh, they they kind of have this flirtatious thing that goes on there, but um, he stops in there for a cup of coffee in just about every episode, and he does some of his best thinking. A in, damn in, fine cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, and he always mentions how great the coffee is. He always mentions how good the pie is there, and uh, you you just you get to see this amazing cast of characters. Which, to me, one of the things that Twin Peaks has is that the the supporting characters on the show it, it's almost like like Springfield in The Simpsons. Like they are so outlandish, they're so absurd. And uh, they're just like real life. Uh, and so you, you get to see these characters come in and out of the diner because everyone in the town comes to eat at this diner. Um, you'd think that, you know, uh, Peggy Lipton's character, uh, uh, Norma, could like afford to renovate the, the diner with, with how many people come to eat there. But, uh, but I think that's part of the appeal there. You know, it's got this like uh, 
classic Americana thing going on and the food is obviously good. The ambiance is good. And I'm a sucker for a damn fine cup of coffee. I love it. So uh, since Neri is not here, where the fuck and, did Neri go? And and, and uh, well, uh, he he often decides. Uh, oh, you know what? I uh, I don't like this one, so I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna go over there. Uh, uh, I w- let, well, let's keep on because I will tell you this. I know a lot about Twin Peaks, but I have okay. never watched Twin Peaks. I feel like you would enjoy it. Is it worth the, is it worth getting wrapped up into it? Does it resolve well? Because this is how I feel about we were having no. this conversation about Game of Thrones earlier with some friends about how during this entire pandemic, I have not once wanted to watch Game of Thrones because it ended like crap. Mm-hmm. Does Twin Peaks end well? All right. So and are the I movies have- worth it? So I haven't seen the like continuation show that they did on Showtime or whatever it was like maybe yeah. two, three years ago. Uh, I, I didn't see that. The, the show was canceled. Um, so they kind of like rushed to, to wrap up some story arcs. Mm. And um, never mind. You lost me. Up, I'm going yeah, to watch a YouTube video that summarizes it all for me and then be done. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the one positive is that since it, since it was canceled, there's only two seasons, oh, so it's yeah. it's not it's not a huge commitment there. the The movie is very cool, uh, and it serves as both a prequel and a sequel. Uh, but again, doesn't really give you anything definitive. It does have, I think, a really great twisted ending. Uh-oh, but no. yeah, but it but it is but it is a uh, it, you, you can tell that it is rushed that it's not what they wanted. Mm, interesting. Okay. All right. All right. And that's that's of course not having seen the uh uh the sequel series. So can't can't really tell you about that. All right. Uh so we had a double R. Uh Mike. Your uh, starts now. What's your number four? My number four is the Max from Save by the Bell. Table. Table. I knew it would be. <laughs> It is lower uh, on the list for me because of reasons. Well, we'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> That's what table means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Missy? Huh? Um, my number, number four. four. Yes, I know. My number four is the Smash Club from Full House. The Smash Club? Yes. It's Uncle Jesse. Un- Uncle Jesse opens up a club for teens. I'm sorry. I was he didn't know. I was explaining it to him. So he buys it at the end of season three, and it's he buys it from there. I think they're gonna tear it down, and he he has like fond memories of it of going to it when he was a kid, or like at that point, yeah, when he was a kid. And um, it when he, was he a kid. renovates it. Was, it. He, he remembers it. He when he was in his youth, not as a kid, but then all the kids around him, like his Stephanie and all these. They were like, man, I wish there was a place for us to hang out. And then he decides to remodel it and remake it for the youths. He's like, remember the first time I fingered a girl? (laughs) Remember the first time? Like, that's literally what that place is. But because it's on ABC network television, they can't talk about it. So they're like, remember all the fun times we danced? (laughs) And it's straight up like, remember the first time I got a blowjob? The, you know those real awkward uh, ninth grade blowjobs? Remember when I, sn- I snorted cocaine for the first time in the bathroom? Remember? You remember? No, that this was is great. teenage. Th- I mean, that's Miami shit, but this is like yeah. like like California <laughs> teenage shit. Yeah, that didn't happen in San Francisco. 
they don't yeah they don't do coke in San Francisco. They don't do no. cocaine in San Francisco. <laughs> Remember the first time I experimented with someone from the same gender? <laughs> yeah. Like I did, I sniffed coke off a dude's dick one time. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah. It was like, I, you know, now I'm going to teach my children how to do it and uh, give my kids a place to experiment. Here we go, Missy. You want to no, talk about this? No, I think. I think that that was that was good. We're good. It wasn't even named. It wasn't even named accordingly. This Smash Club. I'm gonna go there. And yes. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> I think Smash, like the Miami term for that, was scamming. Right. Like that was yeah. the scam. Smash club. is sex. But Smash is yeah. sex. Smash but is again, sex. but like this is. But it was like for kids, right? It was like it was like the the teenager place. Pre- like teenagers. Yeah. 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 They were all ages places in Miami back in the day. I remember those places, but they were they like. Hot wheels? Hot Wheels, yeah. yes, well, stuff there, there, happened there. There, there was, uh, <laughs> there was, there was this club at Sunset Place. What the hell was that called? I can't this remember. Is, I'm, I, see, I'm, I get, I don't AMC know. AMC Theaters. No, 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 it was a club. It was a teens AMC club. Theater. Um, no, but at Hot Wheels, there were times where I would still like. I still think about going like the age I was when I went to Hot Wheels, watching booty dancing competitions in the middle mm-hmm. area of Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm, and still mm-hmm. feeling weird about it. I'm almost 40 and I'm still like, that was just not cool. Like, I'm like, mm, I don't like that I was there. I don't like that. I, I, All of that was me, bad. Me and you are very different. I, I think about those memories very fondly, much like Uncle Jesse did those memories. Like, <laughs> oh, remember, uh, remember when yeah. we would watch girls wearing jean shorts that rolls up their cooch? Ah, uh, good times. Like, I, when I originally I picked about- this... When I, I originally not, picked this. None of the this. It was a. It was a PG thirteen reasons. It was not at all. I know we ruined your we've thing. Taken. I'm but sorry. It's fine. What what is, what does it matter at this point? I think this was I better, fight, honestly. Well, I like the fact that Mike says we like. Motherfucker, you're the one that brought this up. You're the one that said. Remember, I was getting a blowjob, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what hey, we're a we? How did we ruin we? this? I mean, oh, we're okay. a team, guys. Come on. Yeah. We're we're the Mount Geekmore squad. We're Geek Bro. <laughs> Come on. We're all in this together. <laughs> what one of us says, everyone else has to back up and agree with as if it was their own idea. So you Blindly. jump, I jump, Jack thing. Blind. Blind. Am I five minutes up? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. You have a minute and Missy, I'm sorry. Let's it's fine. Many more inappropriate I don't even remember what I was going to say. I don't even remember what I was going to say, so we could move on. <laughs> Wait, I, I do have a question, though, because that's relevant. Was it like where they had a, a remodeling montage? Um, no. I don't know that there was, was a montage. Like, didn't they have to, like, restore it or something like that? Or am I they had to, they had to yes, they had it. to renovate okay. it. They had to renovate it and, it, and it turned into the, the hangout, the kids' hangout. Oh, uh, proper and, and, like, fashion. It was like a flip. It was like a whoop. Oh no! Because there were a couple, there were a couple of episodes where he had to talk to Danny Tanner and get investment uh, money. I don't watch the show. And then, and then came the flip. (laughs) They came the flip. That was sure. Like we got to get investment. Um, All right, look at that with fourteen seconds to spare. Good job, Missy. Um, Mm -hmm. All me, guys. (laughs) Eat me alive on the next one. I'm sorry. It's fine. Uh, I don't care. Uh, my number five is Cafe I think it's Nervosa. number four. I'm sorry, my number four is Cafe Nervosa, Nervosa, uh, from Frasier. Man, this uh, like I very oh nearly wow. made my mom. I forgot really? about that. Dave, it's not on your list. 
No, I really wanted to put it on there, but I, I just kept going back and forth and decided if I'm thinking about it this much, uh, I, I probably should keep it in honorable mentions. Yeah, um, I love the show, Frasier. Huge mm-hmm. fan. I've binged it multiple times uh, front to back, which is a long fucking show, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, they're, they're in there every day. I'm pretty sure like every single episode they went to Captain Rose. I'm like, if they missed a day, it's maybe or maybe like during one of the weddings they didn't go there. I don't know, like, but it's it's in there a lot of the two hundred and I think it was like two hundred and ten episodes. I think like I would dare to say over two hundred. Uh, this what they, they spend in the cafe. Either way, uh, it's very much a Starbucksy thing without having to pay the licensing for Starbucks. <laughs> and uh, I'm down to hang out at Starbucks with Frazier and Niles. Well, it's like it was Seattle, and that was like the time where coffee snobbery was like climbing, right? Like that yeah, was, of, yeah, 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 all time high, all time high. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, and then, and in a show about rich snobs in Seattle, where they're super coffee snobby, this is like, and they Next were level. so like. And, you know, they, they had so many jokes about Niles getting this crazy coffee, which nowadays is completely normal. Like, for us, it's like, yeah, non-fat, you know, mochaccino, whatever, and we just go on and on. Mm. But at that time, it was it was a joke. At that time, we were like, ah, oh, look at this guy ordering these crazy drinks and not just a regular coffee. And, uh, yeah, uh, now you watch it nowadays and you go, yeah, that sounds like a normal drink, Niles. Jeez, <laughs> Frazier, lay off. Yeah. Lay off the guy. Uh, yeah. so. I feel like that would be a good place to like people watch. I don't know if anyone else enjoys people watching like I do, but I feel like that would be a good cafe to just sit back and observe. Especially if Frazier yeah. and, and uh, Niall walk in, I'm staying. <laughs> I'm going to watch. Yeah. But I, I, I challenge that in real life, they would be the most pretentious fucking people to have to be around. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like the, but it's, it's, that. It's not even just. It's not just real life. It's during the show. They're also yes, the most yes, right. people to be around during the show. Like How their good. dad is the one that brings. Like you know what I mean? Like levels. Their dad and Daphne are the ones that level out the fucking the pretentiousness yeah. of that show because they're, they're the ones. They're often they mock after. The, go, go ahead. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, I'm just gonna say they're often often Niles and, and Martin, which is the, their father, are the ones that are like making fun of the like they're pointing out mm. the pretentiousness of it all. Right. So they're making fun of themselves. Yeah, they're completely pretentious. I don't think they're I think they like go head head deep into that yeah that they stereotype. are pretty, yeah. they don't yeah. they don't really lean into it. Yeah, they don't yeah. really try to like make excuses. They're, like that's the whole joke is that they're Martin's crane Martin Crane's recliner is in my honorable mentions as the spot that they <laughs> I, I feel like exciting. they're 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 often at their most um, pretentious at Nervosa because they're like untethered from the influence of Daphne and and Martin, Martin. when they're there. They whenever they sit down and have a conversation there, you're assured that it's going to be something pretentious. What's the producer's name on that show? The lady. Roz. Oh, Roz. Oh, Roz. 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 Yeah, she's also the one that's like, you know, shut the fuck up. You know, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's everybody but them. They're like the only, it's but they're true. like so pretentious right. and they're such a huge part of the show. But yeah, the whole, they make fun of the whole thing. I remember um, when the show first came out, uh, the guy that plays Cliff, whatever his name is, Mr. Pixar. Oh, like from Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, he like John Ratzenberg. Yeah, Rat- John Ratzenberg. He talks. He talks shit about the show Frasier during its first season because they're like, oh, it's not really relatable. It's a bunch of rich people. It's not really relatable to like all of America. And he was the last one to be to do a guest star on that show because he was just wow. like, I don't really care about that. And then he was like, oh no, they're making fun of themselves. I guess I don't know if it was that or like, oh, I need a paycheck. I don't know which one it was first. Hey, like uh, <laughs> this was still a few years before Pixar came out, so he didn't have that. Cut. <laughs> constant Pixar paycheck coming in. Right. Uh, <laughs> but but he, he was like, yeah, okay, I, I guess I'll do a guest spot. I guess I'll do a, I'll do a guest appearance on the show. But all right. Uh, so the number fours were the Double R Diner from uh, Twin Peaks, uh, the Max from Saved by the Bell, the Smash Club where everybody gets laid. <laughs> Cafe Nervosa from Frasier. So that, those are the number Forward. Good list, guys. All right, here we go. Round three. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. All right, number three, David. Hit me with your number three. I said, hit me with your number three. You sound like Lewis. My number three is is Blute's Frozen Banana Stand from Arrested Development. Oh, good one. What is it? Blute's Frozen Banana Stand from Arrested Development. Um, Yeah, uh, this is one of those where, like, very often the, again, absolutely absurd and even more than Twin Peaks, the absurd cast of characters just stops through for like a quick second to ask for a free banana or some money from the cash register and then just goes on their way. And and it's usually Job just, you know, coming by for something absolutely ridiculous and then and then keeps going on and then Michael trying to keep, you know, everything together there. And this is one of those where kind of like Missy was saying, right. You know, I'd love to be just in that world and in the environment and to experience things, but these characters, uh, whether it's, it's, it's Buster or, or Job or Michael, it really doesn't matter. I want to spend some time with these people Hmm. eating their frozen bananas, seeing them cry over the fact that, you know, they, you know, blew up the banana stand for insurance money when they could have just ripped open the walls of the banana stand to get their insurance money. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's ridiculous. And I kind of like frozen bananas. There's always money in the banana stand. There's always money in the banana stand. I love it. Yeah, I've never seen the show. Oh man. It's so good. <clears throat> it's one of those that at, when it came, it was ahead of its time. It's like community or, or like where like people didn't really understand it until it was too late. And then it, it would have like if it had come out on a streaming service where it hadn't like it didn't have to like make numbers or whatever. It just had to be niche. It would have been like the biggest. Show didn't it make a comeback on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. It did. but that was that was like enough time had passed where they like the show knew like was a little too self-aware. It's still great. It's still very, very funny, but in a, in a different way. So like if you want the same, it's like when someone when like a, your favorite band is making it their like fourth album and they're like, Oh, we're going a new direction. And you're like, Oh, uh, I kind of don't Lincoln want to Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that, you know, like, like that kind of thing. Nickelback. I get it's you. Still, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I get you. Uh-huh. I'm going to do one of these days. We'll have a podcast where I defend Nickelback, but it won't be this one. 
<laughs> hey, that's me, buddy. I'm I'm the resident Nickelback defender of this fucking uh, on this on this. Network. I like Nickelback too. I, they don't. I, I, said, I, 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 I was. I just say I like them. I say they. Get, I, I'm going to defend <laughs> them because they get so I, much more shit than they deserve. Like that. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, they sell millions of copies, bro. That's yeah. my my argument every single time. I bring this up a million times. Yeah. They sell millions of copies. So everybody who says that oh Nickelback is the worst uh, worst band of all time. You have no idea what the fuck. Oh, they are certainly not the worst band of all time. Somebody's lying. Weezer's the worst band of all time. You can't sell millions of copies and 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 sell sell out shows. Like their shows are supposedly lit, like awesome. Yeah. I will will say this to their credit. Uh, Every interview that I've read with Chad Kroger, he sounds like (laughs) a really cool guy. They're as Canadian. Opposed, they're just nice a, Canadian. As opposed guys. to yeah, that just, piece of yeah. shit, motherfucking oh, okay. asshole, Rivers Ariana Cuomo. Grande. All right, I'm calling you out again, I Rivers Ariana Cuomo. Grande. Fuck you, Weezer. Ariana Grande. No, Mike doesn't know what you people are talking about. Please I know who Ariana yourself. Grande is. I know who Weezer is. No, Ariana Grande got engaged. She's she's gonna she's spoken for. So well, fuck her. Happy and you living her life. Better. Fucking donut. I'll go look at Mary hates her. Mary uh, hates her. And okay, well, if you're not going to explain it, it doesn't right. matter. But harsh words for random celebrity musicians. Mike, <laughs> Mike what you want to call her a musician? Sure. She's Mike, talented, man. Is, she can sing for real. She's right. ridiculous. Sure. She's, she's a singer. She's not a musician. There's a difference. All right, DJ. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. DJs are musicians, they make music. What do you think a voice does when yeah, you sing a, a song? Vo- a voice sings. That's a singer. There's a title for ah, that. What if there's an acapella moment where, or an aria in an opera that is literally just somebody singing? Okay, then show me our Ariana Grande doing that. Every there, time she <laughs> sings a song, it's her singing. Please hold. Yeah, I mean, Mary, come on. You, you've She's made some stupid singer. fucking arguments in your time. And I think this saying a DJ is a musician them. and saying that a, sing, a <laughs> singer who writes music is uh, lyrics and sings songs is not, whether you like him or not, this is just flawed logic, my friend. This is not going to work out for you. No, Ariana Grande licks donuts. Go fuck herself. Uh, <laughs> give me your number. Give me your number three, Mike. Hurry my up, number, man, number my number three, is the Crown and Anchor Pub from Ted Lasso. Have you guys watched Ted Lasso? I haven't seen this. Is, I don't know any of these words that you said, man. No, Ted, I've heard, Lasso. Ted Lasso. I've heard amazing things, but Ted I Lasso seen it. is my favorite new show of the last. I don't know, few years. I, like, like this th- for 2020 for sure. Ted, La- I'm watching it again. Ted Lasso is one of my favorite things ever you just since. Pointed at a at a blue blanket behind you because my TV is behind. Well, the mess of my apartment is behind that uh. blue blanket. Um. <laughs> Uh, the sound, my sound dampeners for my professional recording. Um, I didn't, I didn't know Apple if there TV was supposed show. to be something back there, and like you know, the pandemic the just hit harder than most. <laughs> Guys, uh, hoarders will be, fe- I'll be. I'm coming up on a new episode of Hoarders soon, so I need to hide from. No, um, fucking brag about your TV credits. Bro. I know. Uh, <laughs> no, th- okay. So Ted Lasso is about. You think those people put? You think those people like that are hoarders put that as a TV credit? <laughs> <laughs> Your next comedian, you may have seen him on Hoarders. Give it up for um actually yeah, that would be a credit. <laughs> I mean credit. Yeah. Uh I, as long as I got you a good chunk of hoarders and <laughs> intervention. He was on season three of Interventions and Hoarders. Please put your hands together. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Ted Lasso's great. 
there's it's a uh, Jason Sudeikis is so it's like it's feel good positivity like it's all the stuff that I was like craving this year. It's funny. It's very well written. The dude from Scrubs, the producer from Scrubs, Bill Lawrence, and all these other shows, he did it. It's R-rated. It's British, but it's also American. And then, the, like, he, they, there's this pub where they kind of all hang out, and the hooligans at the pub become kind of part of the casts, kind of like, or part of like he interacts with a lot of different people on the show. And Wait, is Ted Lasso the one where the American football coach goes over to uh, yes. coach soccer? Yes. All right. Yeah, I was watching the first episode, and I was like, "All right, I, I get it." I, I I love it. If, if it, there's definitely an arc, it feels one note the first episode, but then it, it it like develops and it's it's very good. It's heartwarming. It's funny, and then the pub is literally featured very predominantly, and it looks like a fun hang, like pub like British pub culture. But also Ted Lasso's great. I'll sing the praises of Ted Lasso whenever. But yeah, that's my pick. That's my number three. Okay, Missy, what do you got for your number three? <clears throat> My number three is McLaren's. McLaren's pub? McLaren's? Yeah, I figured. I don't even know what that is. Audible mention. Talk about your mother bar. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to talk today. Is that what we're doing? My number three is um. JJ's Diner from Parks and Rec. Oh, that's on my honorable mentions. Uh, Me honorable too. mentions as well. <laughs> I feel like both of you <laughs> didn't remember that this was a thing until you heard me say it and you go, ah, honorable yeah. mentions. I'm adding it to my honorable mentions. You don't know me. <laughs> it's, you don't it's know right my there. process. Look, our honorable mentions, JJ's Diner. Parks yeah, that's, that's really. Rec. There we go. JJ's Diner. Um, yeah, I legit, I think of all the uh, places that I have on my list, that's like the place that has that must have the best food because I mean the amount that, yeah. that Leslie and Ron <laughs> eat at this place and what they and breakfast food is my favorite food uh, either way anyway so yeah a JJ's yeah. diner I, just, I really want to have a fucking have. JJ's waffle oh, yes yeah yeah well that's yeah. the thing about diners like like there's so many good diners in yeah. TV and things and. In New York, like, like that's the one thing here, like diner culture is like a legit thing. Like people live at these places. Like I didn't realize that it's the same way people like live at La Carreta and they just stay there forever or Versailles. Like they just hang around all day. Like, like people hang out at diner, drink coffee for like, f- like 12 hours a day and then go home, you know, like that, that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh... I dig it. I, I have, uh, you know, it's funny because I came up with this list because with this topic, because I have a, a in my mind. I've mapped out like places, restaurants, and diners that I want to go to that from TV that actually do exist, mm-hmm. even if they're not named. <clears throat> what they're actually named, you know, uh, or what they're named on the, on the show. Um, I have that whole list in my in my head. I'm like, I want to go to that that place and that place. So let me see this the other day. All right. So of the Parks and Rec, though, I would like to go to the Jurassic Fork. Where they have, the, <laughs> or or the Snake Hole Lounge like that. The snake Hole Lounge yes. would be the my. Snake Hole Lounge looks lit. I want to go there. If I'm in See, Pawnee, I probably want to go to I'd Snake like Hole Lounge. Ron dancing with my little hat. Pa- Punch Burger as well, I've which been... we never actually see. Oh yeah, Punch so Burger. That yeah. sounds great. It does sound like some place you want to go to die. 
Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, um, uh, I've been to a rainforest cafe, so I don't need to go to Jurassic Forest. I, I was, I was making reference. No, I know, to but it's like one of those things where it brought up bad memories because every time I went to <laughs> rainforest cafe, I always got fucking gypped. It was always like one of those yeah. things where like, I spent way too much money here and this food was very yeah. average. Um, so anyway. very average. Yeah. But there was Cho. There oh, was what? Cho. There was a Cho. Oh, the show. Oh, the Cho. Lo, los dinosaurios. The un Cho. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't go with people like that. Um, I, I went with other people. Um, so the number, <laughs> the number threes were, uh, Blutes frozen banana stand. Uh, Cron and Anchor from Ted Lasso, uh, McLaren's, and JJ's Diner. Yeah. Number two. Round two. Dose. The sequel to Uno. All right. Number two. Are they getting longer? David. Are the in-betweens getting longer? <laughs> they get longer before you get to number one, and the number one is super short. Um... <laughs> David, number two. My number two is Shaw's Bar from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ooh, good one. <clears throat> a good one. Yeah. Um, they they don't go to Shaw's Bar every episode, but every episode they go to Shaw's Bar, something, something pretty good happens. And, I mean, it's also notable that a lot of really important things from the show happen there. Um, like, uh, like the wedding, and I love seeing Holt uh build this like just absurd like this gro- <laughs> grotesque uh uh balloon arch and it's just like no man no one wants this you want this no one else <laughs> wants this um the 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 fights that they get to when they're seeing drunk amy for the first time in drunk uh, amy bar. Yeah. uh it's uh the stages it's, of drunk amy yeah it's drunk it's it's amy. really great you you get to see them like cut loose and relax in there uh where uh even though they are obviously you know not so buttoned up in in the office you really get to see them cut loose there um it's a it's a great place you know, I, I would definitely love to run into that bunch of cops at that bar. Especially nice during their, uh, their heist, their yearly heist. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good time. I do love the, the yeah, no, the, the uh, b- popping the balloons when he's like, <laughs> so fucking funny. But I uh, there's this, there's, I forget what, which episode it was, but there's like this whole exchange where like uh, Terry has, he's like, he doesn't drink anymore because he's got the kids. So like he's like, I don't have two drinks, and then he starts like break dancing with his shirt <laughs> off and shit like that. Because like, my tolerance is so low, <laughs> and he's just like, it's that same like one. That. It's that same one. A- Amy gets drunk too. It's uh, and maybe I don't remember. remember. They all is that the first time we see we meet Amy uh, drunk Amy? I think, no, I don't know, but like the, there's a lot of like that's that's the thing. It's there's a lot of like incident. There's so many. When it comes to like restaurants and or like locations in in shows that get repeated like this, they kind of blur together. So it's like you have to, like you know, like it could be oh that time at the pub. It's like well, which one? You know, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good pick. I like that one. Thank you. Good pick, man. Uh, Michael, I like Life at Patty's Pub. <laughs> um, Patty's Pub from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I have yet to get into the show. No, it is. There's plenty of it. 
I mean, it's yeah. like fucking 14 seasons of it. Um, it's it's a great, like, it becomes kind of like a character in the show. It becomes like, uh, there's like a, the whole episode where they try to change the bar to fit. Like, it's like the gang chases an Emmy. Like, like they're trying to, like, they're literally like trying to get an Emmy from for consideration like as the meta for the episode so they wrote a musical number they did they copied other sit like they go to this other nice bar that's like a tgi fridays or an applebee's or whatever the fuck and they try to like copy it because all these other shows are winning awards and meanwhile they're not so it's like the <laughs> the pub itself becomes like this 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 like focal point for the show and it's just a bunch of degenerates at a bar which i think is like <laughs> it's good that it's a shitty bar like yeah it fits I, um... it fits the show I saw the episode where they unknowingly became a gay bar. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't realize it. Um, and then they started marketing towards the gay, the gays. And yeah. that lost them the odd that lost them. The, like, cause everybody was like, dude, we just wanted a gay bar. That wasn't a gay. Like we just wanted a regular bar that yeah. happened to be a gay bar. And like the fact that they, and then once they realized that everybody's gay, they started like, you yeah, know, yeah. they went over the top with it and they went crazy. It was a fun episode, but I've only watched like one or two episodes. I watched that one, the wrestling episode where they got oh, yeah. crashed. Um, we'll I've seen a like couple a episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen like two or three episodes and they come in with fucking eagles. <laughs> Uh, with the 20. painted on they drew on yeah. abs on themselves so that, that show uh, if you follow through with the show like it had there's so much of it that you have to do it like in doses because after a while you're like these people are fucking monsters like fuck it. Oh, they're psychopaths <laughs> they're, they're sociopaths they're, they're, they're like sociopaths. legit sociopaths yeah yeah, yeah yeah they're legit sociopaths um but one of my favorite tv shows of all time has a sociopath as a main character so we get it it's not but tv we, we accept that yeah uh Missy, what is your number two? Okay. Now, I could have changed it so I don't get roasted, but I'm going to keep it honest. Is your mom? My number two. My number two is Luke Steiner from the Gilmore Girls. Now, wait. <laughs> Let me explain myself. First of all, I love diner food, and they always have the best fucking diner food in their scenes in that rest, in that, uh, in Luke Steiner. Also, it's, it, it it does kind of become like a character in the the show because everyone just that apparently there's nowhere else to fucking eat in town because everybody just eats there and it's there's a lot of like great moments in the show that happen at Luke Steiner and going back to my original um my original rules I would love to run into some of the fictional characters and just like hang out and what? live in that little th- no <laughs> and live in that uh in that world for an hour would be amazing even though i did visit the warner brothers lot in um california and they drove by there and it was amazing but um yeah i would love to live because they that show obviously uh dramatizes small town life into very like cookie cutter problematic now that you know 10 15 years after it first premiered but um yeah i would love to hang out there and eat a burger because the burgers always look fucking phenomenal and burgers are my favorite so that's my number two well, people of color who gives a shit about them <sighs> Um, oh, that right. is not accurate, <laughs> but sure. I already said that show is really problematic. Like I watch, I watch it now just for nostalgia because I loved it when it was first running. But now that 
like I'm watching it with 2020 eyes, it's all kinds of fucked up. But well, there's a lot of shows that during the time of like that during that era of the friends, like when you watch friends again, you're like, Oh my God, this is, this is rough. You know, like this is, this is not complex. This is not diverse (laughs) enough. This is, this is weird. It but is it's not like New York is a diverse place, Mike. It's not like New York is a diverse place. You know what I mean? Oh. You can't like, no at all, on, man. Not even at a all. little bit. Not even <laughs> a little bit. Hey, they. Yeah, Everybody knows that when you go to New York and hang out with six friends, they're all going to be the same race, and that the couch will always be open <laughs> for them to sit. Yeah. Like, there's not like 16 million people in New York we're City rooting, all vying for your rooting, seat. Uh, we're we're rooting here, number one. Show. You're not. You're right. not. Actually. Oh. That's we're talking uh-huh. shit. You're not. I was like, talking shit. I was. I thought I was. I thought I was your number one, and I was defending your number one, saying stop talking about it. Turn number one. So I do like how def- for being a for being nice. Jesus. I like how defensive you got about your pick about the Gilmore Girls, and we were all like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're like before anybody starts talking shit, shit. Before anybody says that. it, we're like, Jesus, okay. I really. And I then I have the together. nerve. I have the nerve to assume that I know her number one and go, hey, guys, let's back off her number one. And she's like, well, you, you fucking motherfucker. don't. You don't you know don't shit. Know. I'm like, wow, you don't. Jesus. So fuck you, man. man I was an awful yeah. fucking mountain to be part of. I have to say. I got to say. I was really looking forward to talking about your number one. I, I, I wanted I wanted to say good We'll thing. talk about it. I think we'll, I think actually what I mean, it's, yeah, we'll talk Watch about it. Watch Nary not, picked it as his that. number one. <laughs> no, Shut he up, I, Michael. He, Shut up, Michael. <laughs> you don't fucking know, bro. Fuck you, you motherfucker. I will kill you. I do like uh, how I do like how the like when I'm on the show, like the sibling energy goes up through the roof when we're all on here. We're like, we're like, no, man, fuck you, fuck you. Like it's I hate him. Super strong sibling energy going on right now. I hate him, but I keep picking up the phone. <laughs> You fucking called me today. <laughs> you know, uh, my number oh, two. Oh yeah. My number two is uh, the Max. We could talk about it now. It's the Max. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, it was one of those things where you're like, I want to go to the Max. You know, it was one of those. I don't know. Maybe I gravitated towards it because I saw that there was a Hispanic that was allowed to be as part of the crew. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you can say all the shit you want about say by the bell, but they were fucking inclusive. Tell you that much. There was a yep. black girl, there was a Hispanic dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fuck they me, went you know, down the I'll checklist, be... and we're like, check, yeah. check, check. There's a <laughs> they needed yeah. one dude to come in a wheelchair <laughs> and become they the did, Burger King Kids Club. They had a fat girl. Bro, I watched was that that wheelchair kid with the fucking Burger King Kids Club. Like, woo! There's a <laughs> there's an episode. So if you've not seen it, go online and and look up Zach Morris's trash. Oh yeah. The and it is he dates a girl with a wheelchair and he like like he overcompensates but like to the point where it's like you know we get the message you know like it's a it's a ham-fisted like oh they're just like us you know kind of thing um and then when when there's like a kid that has a drug problem and there's like another one you know like like whenever they try to do like these messages like like it it really is like you look at the 90s sitcom 80s 90s sitcoms and it was just like trash people like being <laughs> seriously like i think that's why there's so but many they were all like, learning that they had to learn mike that well teach somebody i feel like it was like this pendulum swing from like the 70s adult sitcoms like all in the family and shit like that where like you had like 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 a fucking trans transgender person on 
on all in the family in like the seventies and shit like that, you know, like there were the, the, like all of this stuff. And then they were just like, just crank out some cookie cutter bullshit. And then all of these writers were um, like redefined charm as being an asshole with a smile, like just saying shitty things, but like, hey, you got it, you know, like, like that kind of thing. And then yeah. that, that's why like every main character on all of these shows is like, if in hindsight, Oh, this guy's a, this guy's an asshole. Like, Oh, this guy's he's, He's just an asshole, and then they put a laugh track on him, and then you're like, "Ha, ha, ha okay." You know, but he's a good-looking asshole. It's very different. It's very different when you're a good-looking asshole. Good-looking ah. asshole with a big phone. That's it. Yeah. That's all it was. The the, the, the iconic. Max, oh, the sorry, Max was ahead. a place to be. The fucking guy came. The owner slash waiter came with and did magic tricks for you. Uh, he did he probably didn't like to serve anybody else but the fucking main cast, which True. is awesome. Yep. If you're the main cast, uh, <laughs> also I love how they and, like, and then they could they could get jobs there and then quit the next the next episode <laughs> and then get the job back two episodes later and, yeah. and they had great uniforms. Yeah, yeah. But they I, also I like be in the max redefine the space because the, you know, like the sets are built, like they're just like we have the set, so they just move everything aside. They put this giant thing there, and now all of a sudden they're broadcasting on KTTY Bayside from the fucking max. <laughs> and you're like, What are you doing? They're having a sock hop, they're having like, Who the fuck yeah. is writing the show for kids? It's like, What are you yeah. having a sock hop with the same writers from Happy Days? They're just writing on Saved by the Bell now, and then everything, um, the costume content, everything is done at the everything, max. like we're the like, pep they, rallies. They it's so funny to me because they didn't think like their 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 producers were like we're gonna have a place where the kids hang out we're gonna have we're gonna have the, a classroom or we're gonna have the the locker the locker you know place where they you know meet the, the lockers yeah. and the principal's office great and they never thought hey guys how about a fucking auditorium huh how about a gym <laughs> fucking how about a gym auditorium like they don't even they like, do get they to the have- point. They have it later. They have. I remember very clearly when they had the Miss Bayside beauty pageant. There's a stage, and when they were doing theater and shit like that, there yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, and they when they play basketball they, or wrestle, there's a gym set, but they always go to the fucking max. <laughs> homecoming okay. king yeah. is crowned. The homecoming king is crowned not in the gym, but at the fucking at max. The max. And I'm like, <laughs> weird. Now I have I a question. To be a part of it. What, I have a question. Which did you enjoy? Would you have preferred they'd spend more time from the Max or the Malibu Sands Beach Club where they had all of their summer jobs? Um, I was just talking about um, uh, Leah Leah Remini with with Missy yesterday. And I was like, I've loved her. I've been in love with her ever since she dated Zach Moore. Stacey Carosi. Like, give me fucking, give me that beach club. I I would fucking take a whole show based on that. Like, give me that. I wish there was a fucking spinoff. Yeah, like, fuck that. Let's stick to fucking Leah Rimini and let's keep what's happening in this. Her dad was awesome. Fuck it. What do let's I got to do? That. I got to join Scientology? Let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah, sign me up. OT whatever. Give me the bridge. OT whatever. I'm fucking whatever. clear. Let's do I'm it. I want to be clear. clear. I'm clear. <laughs> Look, literally our time ran out. All right, that's the five minutes. Oh, no. All right. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. This has been right, a chaotic so, episode. Uh, so for number twos, we had uh, the Chaz Bar from Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, Patty Patty's Pub from Always Sunny, Luke's Diner from Gilmore Girls, and the Max from Save by the Bell. Mm. Round. Oh wait, we got to do the honorable mentions. That's true. Honorable mentions, man. David, hit me with your honorable mentions. 
Okay, so from the ones that have not been said, I'm going to go with Merlots from True Blood, where uh, all the shit went down. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to be there. I'm sorry. I don't want to fucking go there. Uh, but if you're on the show, you're magical. Fucking murder. Everyone yeah. on that show is made of magic. Everybody has yeah. powers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we're not. That doesn't mean that we're gonna like people still died in that fucking diner a lot. Like a lot of people fucking died. That's in that true. Diner. I want to do some real fast vampire fucking. <laughs> Where it's like, <laughs> uh, Munts Cafe, uh, in Seinfeld, um, right? Oh, I have that one too. Is it Tom's Restaurant? Because that's the name of the it real is. place. Yeah, it's Tom's yeah. Restaurant. Yeah, uh, Honker Burger from Doug. Uh, they had like just the the fucking strangest menu items there. Uh, and uh, and then finally, uh, I've mentioned the show twice already, but Krusty Burger from The Simpsons. Oh, uh, that, it, yeah, that that was uh, that's all of my honorable mentions too. Yeah, 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 it didn't didn't quite make the list, but honorable mention for sure. Mike, what's your honorable mention? Well, now I want to add that all you can eat fish place from The Simpsons, where Homer oh, uh, can't, gets kicked out. Uh, the, the, the captain's place, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, it's more. <laughs> he's, I've not seen a man eat like that. That's a man. That's a monster. Um, I so I just put the honorables from two movies though, because I wanted to mention them. Uh, the Continental Hotel from John Wick. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Yep, the Continental. Again, a lot of people die in that place, guys. No, it's against the rules. One guy dies. Yeah. Oh, and then and then at the end, yeah, you're right. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, then at the end, a thousand people died. No, but they got called out. They were polite. Look, this is a well-run business. They were like, "Excuse (laughs) us, assassins. We are about to all get murdered. Please vacate the premises." And everyone's like, "Fuck! All right, again, let pack up my guns." And then they leave, and then there's a shootout. But there was no innocent bystanders. And then also the diner from the Rocketeer that looks like a bulldog. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, I want that one. I want the little pies that they fuck. Like, I got so mad when those gangsters beat up the pie. Like, don't fuck with the pie. The, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, like, that whole fight scene that goes down is super tense. I like that bar. I like, like, everyone just knows each other there. And then the, the, the wheel from the thing falls in uh, whatever her name's cleavage and all that <laughs> stuff. I'm, I, I'm a fan of the, everything in, involving that, the, the bulldog diner. That's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well, no, that's my number one. I don't want to say that yet. <laughs> uh, Missy, honorable mentions? Um, the Pit from A Different World. Uh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Good one. Nemo's Pizza from Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hub from That 70s Show. And The Lunchbox from Roseanne. Because oh. that last one is because for my people watching like hobby, that'd be a fantastic place to go have a burger. <laughs> I do like the the uh, I forgot about the hub, this that 70s show. That mm-hmm. was I like that show. Uh my honorable mentions are the Peach Pit from Beverly Hills, 90210. Mm-hmm. Uh the Los Pollos Hermano from Breaking Bad. And I will go with the diner. From the rules of engagement it's a real diner in new york and i forget the name of it but it's uh it's a prominent uh i forget the name of the diner in the show i haven't watched the show in a few years but what's the show rules called? of engagement rules of engagement with david spade and uh and putty rules he has a real name but he's putty yeah yeah it's called the rich diner there you go the rich diner uh and their food was supposedly good in that show 
and it's a real diner in real life. So I want that's oh. one of the places I want to go visit. Uh, all right, that is my honorable mentions. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. All right. That is uh, number one. David, what do we got for number one, man? Uh, number one was the absolute first one that came to my mind as soon as uh, we amended restaurant with bar. And uh, it is 10 forward from Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, oh. Wait, I, I, I just froze. Hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything. So I said, hey, what's your number one, Dave? And everybody froze. Oh, okay. Uh, what was it? Was the first one that came to mind as soon as we amended uh, restaurant with and bar, uh, and it's ten forward from Star Trek: The Next Generation. So this was uh, introduced. What's the name of the What's the name of the bar? Ten forward. Uh, so it's on deck ten. 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 ten, ten yeah, forward. it's right. on deck okay. ten. You know, and uh, in the forward. forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, the. Right. Yes. Uh, so the uh, the whole reason why this was created was simply to give Whoopi Goldberg a a role on the show because uh, she had just won her Oscar for Ghost and uh, she was a huge fan of Star Trek and uh, and of Nichelle Nichols who had played. Um, Lieutenant Uhura on the original show. And so what she threw her Oscar weight around for uh, was to get on Star Trek The Next Generation. So they created this role of her as this like undefined alien species where uh, she has like incredible wisdom and knowledge. And so people often go to that bar uh, where you have this, you know, beautiful view of of the the starscape before the Enterprise on on these massive windows, and uh, and they go there, they drink their problems away, but she gives them amazing advice, and so you get advice in life, you get advice on on everything, and while and all of these characters that you love so much, be it uh, you know Jordy LaForge or Doctor Crusher or Commander Riker, whoever it is, you're going to learn something along with those characters that you have come to love so much, and uh, and no one is immune uh, to her wisdom because even even Captain Picard goes in there and learns a thing or two about a thing or two, and it's not just. Um, a Guinan Whoopi Goldberg's character who who you know does this you know sort of you know character development with these characters they'll go in there and just hang out and have a good time from time to time too and so you'll see Data and and Jordy sitting down and having a great time uh, you'll see Wesley having some non-alcoholic drinks with uh, uh, with with Jordy and having you know this this sort of like brotherly love thing going on it's uh, for someone who was already in love with the characters on Star Trek this was a way for you to fall in love with them uh, on an even more human level because you get to see them outside of the um, the uniform even though they were still wearing uniform but they weren't necessarily you know inactive duty 
but you saw how their their jobs affected their lives and and how how they kind of coped with this uh, like a really high stress job and and these things that like oftentimes they seemed almost like uh like superheroes because they could accomplish these impossible things and then now all of a sudden you start to realize like no they worry about it they it, behind the scenes they're trying to come up with ways of solving these problems and 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 so in a sense you can start to relate to these characters even more so it's uh it was a brilliant addition to the show uh certainly the place that i would most want to go to uh and and have a drink with uh and and, and the cast of characters that i would most want to do it with well this was also like the <clears throat> the the next generation ship was like a generation ship where there's like families and stuff. So they had to make it like a right. city. It wasn't mm-hmm. about, it was less military than, than the original series. So they were like, Oh, well people like, this is basically like a, a city that's going places and there's right. going to be multiple generations and all that stuff. So that's why like, cr- like Wesley is the doctor's kid in the show, you know? So they needed a, like, you know, you need a bar, you need, you need, yeah. like re- you need, you need to have a place to like be a, you know, a, a community right yeah yeah I also i feel like um somebody actually went on a ship for the first time before <laughs> writing this show yeah. and they realized oh yeah anybody who's ever been on a ship who's ever worked a ship knows the first place you built is the fucking crew bar like that's yeah. the first place and then after that like yeah whatever the fuck else i guess want but build a fucking crew bar first man yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, speaking of Whoopi Goldberg, did you, I saw a clip of her on a talk show where there was uh, some guy who was such a huge fan of hers and like stood up and like thanked her for everything he, that she did, but specifically for the role that she played in Star Trek and like the most meaningful, heartfelt thank you of how it changed his life. And he was like a foreigner from a different country. And like when they asked, when the host asked Whoopi, like, have you ever did, did, has anybody ever told you that? Uh, and then she was like, yeah, but not, not like that. And, and she broke down and cried. I'm like, God damn. And this is a show I've never seen and often made fun of, uh, made fun of the show. But I still was like, oh my God, I caught the fucking fuse of this clip. Holy shit. That was crazy. Yeah. Well, cause you probably uh, had that uh, something happen for you. You know, like you've really connected with something and you would like, if you told them, you would like, if you ever saw, you know, somebody important to no, you. I, and, I understood, Mike. Yeah. I understood why I felt something. I understood why I'm just saying. Like, that. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me tell you how you feel. Like, I, so, understand the, I understand the premise <laughs> of the idea of empathy. I get it. I yeah. understand. What <laughs> no, no. But what you really meant to say was <laughs> like, no, here's what happened. Here was what you were experiencing. I, I fucking know, Mike. I know. I get yeah. what I was experiencing. I don't know if you know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Mike, what's your number one? Well, I forgot one of my honorable men. Help me explain to me why I felt the things I felt, Mike. Please. All right, sit down. Shut up. I'm going to. No. Uh, uh, I I forgot an honorable mention. The Gem Saloon from Deadwood. I forgot about. I had to bring up Deadwood. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. My number one is most tavern from the <laughs> simpsons most tavern it is a great pick. it is iconic it is not one that i feel like i would want to like hang out at unless aerosmith <laughs> is playing there and then um but it is very it's be- it becomes like like it's it's interesting how the simpsons just grow these the side characters become these fully formed like lives where like how much you learn about Mo Sislak's child acting career, <laughs> right? Like, and then he was like, and then you learn all of these things about that. He's also like, 
crazy depressed, like where he's literally like going to kill himself in like a bunch of different episodes. Bart calls him asking for Amanda hug and kiss and all that shit, you know, like, you know, huge ass. And he's like, you know, like all of those, all of those like fun names center around Mo. And then, and then Homer is always there. Like, it's almost like a, a meta version of like the idea of that seventies bar where like the guy gets out of work, he goes, he drinks himself to into a stupor to, before he goes home to his family, but it's still kind of wholesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, yeah, it's just like this iconic thing to the point where they put it in Universal Studios. Like they have a Moe's Tavern in Universal Studios. So, you know, like a bar where there's like derelicts and Barney's like fall, like passed out, you know, drinking from under the tap and all that shit. Like it's it's not a happy place, but it's done in such a clever way that you're like, oh, fuck, this is funny. And uh, but yeah, my, I think it's iconic. One of my favorite things is when the few times that you see uh, Marge walk into Moe's and how out of fucking place she yeah. looks. It's such, they do, a, that show is great for so many reasons, but I just love the fact that you're like, oh, what the fuck? Like, it, like she's so much classier than that fucking place. And I just love the, <laughs> the very few times that I re- remember seeing her walk into Moe's, you go, ooh, this is not, mm-mm. she's not supposed to be here. This is not for her. Or like, um, yeah, more fucking Harvard, Johnny right? Carson is Johnny Carson was on was in Moe's Tavern, you know, like as Johnny Carson, <laughs> like, uh, like yeah, the show that, yeah. that that that's I feel like that's one of the most iconic restaurant bar type things hangouts in on TV, like you know, one of the one of the most iconic. Yeah, I would say that and and the Seinfeld one, I, de- I definitely think are the most iconic ones. Uh, yeah. you know, if we're gonna go for iconic, I think so. Um, uh. What's happening? Your sure. Turn. What's your number um, one? So my number one um, is the Peach Pit from the original Beverly Hills 90210. Now, nice. what? Not surprised. Um, I said nice. Oh, yeah. So I love anything that's themed in 50s or 60s. I just, that's like 100% of the reason why I like the sci-fi diner at um, MGM Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah, the best place in all Disney to eat. It's the best. It's the best. Um, and it doesn't even, like, I like it so much that I don't even care that they play the, the same three minutes of film just in a loop the entire time that you're there. Anyway, so the Peach Pit, I could hang out with the, I could do like a where are they now kind of hangout. Like, how was everybody up to? I wonder. Um, and you could hang out. Well, I don't know if he's still alive, but in the fictional world, I would love to hang out with Nat. Nat always had the best advice when people were going through shit. And um, also towards, I think it was like the third or fourth season, they did the extension of the Peach Pit After Dark, which I guess falls under the umbrella of it because it's an extension of the diner, which would be a really cool hangout. I feel like now, not so much, but in the 90s. Was it like a club? It turns into yeah. a club? Oh. Uh-huh. The back of the, of, like, I guess he has, like, a tail end of, I don't know how much square footage. I haven't seen this show in forever. But uh, Steve convinces Nat to turn that into an, an after dark, and then he ends up running it. What? No, what? I like the fact that you said that 
I don't I don't know how much square footage because I haven't seen it in a while. Like, would you know how much square footage if you were to watch it now? Like, <laughs> yes, I, like I, I can't watch a show and be I like, would. oh, that's it. That's like good 300 square feet. Like, I wouldn't. I'm so dumb. I don't know. I would not be. Kudos to you, BFF. I would not be able to do that. You're watching a show and you're like, oh, look at the crown molding. And uh, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Well, that's how I know I'm getting old because that's yeah. how I watch porn now. When I watch porn, I'm like, oh, fuck, look at that. That's a bay window, man. Good for you guys. huh? Like, I'm always I'm like, oh, back. that's the same house from the other one. That's not her house. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I just feel like as far as food, it checks it off because I love the, the theme and it's a diner. So two, um, the fictional characters, I would love to find out what they're up to. And for real, because the reboot doesn't exist in my brain. And um, also to live in that world, like I've been to Beverly Hills and it didn't look like that. So I wonder like what the fictional world had going on that, but the real Beverly Hills did not. So I would, I loved that show when I was a kid. It was inappropriate as fuck for me to watch it in elementary school, but I was into it. Yeah. So you would want a last action hero version of <laughs> Beverly Hills 90210 Pretty where you get much, sucked yes. into the TV and now you're like... <laughs> in that I'm show just there. yeah she gets sucked into the tv and she was like mm, 250 square feet all yeah. right all right you're like uh, nailed it yeah got it <laughs> i'm so good at this why didn't i get sucked into house hunters international i would have been great on that show i said what i said and it was stupid but i said no i <laughs> I don't think it was stupid. We're not, we're not calling there, it. There are people. There are people that can eyeball that shit. I can't do that. I don't know what the fuck that. Like I, I don't. You know can't what I mean? When somebody, even footage? when I'm reading Come it, I'll, there's people that can do. It. I don't. But know. I also like how you're talking about a fictional space that's a set that they could have literally just that they move walls oh, yeah. all the time. And you're like, oh yeah, he added the addition. It's like it could have been. Show? Yeah, it could have been the size of my room for all I fucking know. But it was such a cool place to hang out. All the tons of great stuff happened. I think that show the extension came when Valerie joined the cast and things got a little risky. So oh, um, yeah, I would love so to great. figure out. Uh, I would love to see you uh, like check in and be like, where are they now? What's going on? I wonder if Dylan is alive. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> uh, oh well, rest in peace, Luke Perry, because he can't he can't be back. That was fucking I think, awful. I, I totally forgot he was I don't dead. Think he's alive anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're like, let's do a reunion, and I'm like. <sighs> nope, can't do it. Actually, yeah, no. I'm like trying to like give her signs through the camera. Like he's, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> okay, maybe not Dylan, but Brandon Walsh. I'd love to talk to him. <laughs> I, w- I wonder. I wonder if Dylan's still alive. I was like, we all know he's not. We know we he's all not. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Luke Perry. Oh, we, you, you know, you, we didn't even talk about like because I do think Riverdale and Beverly Hills 90210 exist in the same universe. I don't know because I don't watch Riverdale, but um, I unapologetically I loved the first season. I watched it. It was like I got hooked, but I do in my mind they're connected for some, you know, like how you like there's two things. Yeah, yeah. That are they not, seem mm-hmm. like there's, yeah, they seem they're, like the, the two different sides of the same coin. Yeah, East Coast, like. West Coast versions of the same shit. Yeah, it's not just season one, though, man. Seasons two and three were equally as awesome. Really? I have to. Yeah. I, I lost. I, I dropped out. Oh, no. Season two I watched. But yeah, I dropped out at a certain point where I was like, I cannot commit to this many hours of my life to Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, in good conscience, cannot do it. But with 90210, explain to me why you don't. What is the re, as a non 90210, Ian, what is the <laughs> problem with this, the reboots or the 
sequel series? Or um, I have I have a have to set Mary off, but I fucking hate reboots. I think they're stupid and a waste of time every sure. single time. What wasn't it? And not a reboot though. It was a. It was a. Sequel. I thought it was a continuation or like a like yeah, you know sequel. Yeah, but I guess it was a sequel. But I just leave it the fuck alone. They could have. I I just I hate that they tried to like. I just leave it alone. I don't know why it was necessary. That's just my gripe that I, guess, I have with reboots or but things. But it's not that, sequels or sequels. No. I hate reboots. It, this one wasn't a reboot though, but I still hate it. So I'm going to classify it as a reboot because I hate reboots. Yeah, well, it falls yeah. into the category of like with Arrested Development, where if they add the 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 where they try to recapture the magic and too much time has passed, which is kind of what they're doing now with like a million different things. Like there's mm-hmm. so many of those things that they're trying to like continue. Like even like Fuller House, I'm sure I'm sure Fuller House is That's just garbage. as good All garbage as All what garbage. Full House was. But we All have garbage. fonder mem- or the context around full house was different than fuller house so we're comparing it to a different thing you know what i mean yeah well the same garbage i think like the what what they yeah full house if you go back on it full house is trash like full house is terrible trash it's awful even like family matters and all of those shows like sitcoms are no no family matters it holds up yeah but i don't watch it because it's good yeah, Family Matters holds up, and so does uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which I've been watching. Well, Fresh Prince is different. Max, and uh, <laughs> that's different. Fresh uh, Prince is different because I like it. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Family Matters is Family Matters holds up. Uh, Full House is garbage. It's hard garbage. And Fuller House yeah. is is flaming trash. Um, so, all right, um, what they try? They, what they? What do they try to do with the thing, man? Missy, you know us. Stand up for yourself. Say, say it with your chest. It's, Fucking three of you today. I can't handle it. Um, what have uh, I said? <laughs> you know what Dave. you did. Dave has been fucking squeaky quiet, and he gets lumped in with the troublemakers. It's so fucking great. I've, I've been Dave so polite. Yeah. I've been so polite. I've I've let you talk. I haven't shit on any of your awful picks. <laughs> and he just got clumped in with all the fucking troublemakers. All of you three suck. And he's like, what? Oh fuck! Oh, so great. <laughs> Ain't that Doesn't some shit? Oh man, that's great. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. I'm done. Carry on. We love you. We love you, Missy. Yeah, great. You're like the sister we did not want. <laughs> don't, don't cut me in with your shit. Uh, all right, my number one uh, is puzzles. From How I Met Your Mother. Uh, that's a joke, if you know the series. Yeah, uh, no, they, they never um, made that far. <laughs> they did. They made puzzles? So, it, yeah, they made puzzles. It was in their, it was in uh, Ted's apartment on New Year's Eve. Yeah. That, that doesn't count. Yeah, if, if you would have picked that, I... Oh, I I'm not, that's I, not my I, actual pick. That's not my yeah. actual pick. I made that joke, and I said, oh, joke. And then he said, they never made that. And I'm like, well, they did, actually, so... Well, the one okay. thing about a joke uh, is you, no, know, you have um, to defend the shit out of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's that's the way you do your stand-up, buddy. So I've been just just taking it from you. That's the way yeah, yeah. Go, you know. I got to fight. Uh, fight. You know me and my uh, edgelord comedy. They ever make puzzles. Okay. Enough roasting. Enough roasting. I love roasting. Uh, my number one is McLaren's from How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother okay. is 
uh, one of my favorite sitcoms of all time, unapologetically, uh, and I don't want to hear anything else. I don't care. It's a dead horse. We all get it. Everybody knows everybody's feelings about this show. Uh, I love it. Uh, we watched it again now. Just finished. I'm finishing up rewatching another run of it. Uh, and uh, McLaren's is one of those places where you want to go and hang out, especially for the main cast. This is one of like this is the I think this one and the Max are the ones where I'm like I want to go hang out with those motherfuckers right there yeah. at the bar. So I would love to be part of that gang and be part of that group. And to be honest with you, I think I would be a great addition to that to that to that group. Not only because I add. Um, I add the uh, fact that I'm a minority, so I add some fucking personal mm-hmm. color to that group, but also because I could hang with their fucking jokes and we could fucking shoot the shit and, you know, rib each other like the way we've been doing on this episode, except for David. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, man, if they, if they had brought you in after season five, it couldn't have gotten much worse. So, uh, so I loved so I love that show and I would love to be in that in that group. So I wanted. It was my, my number three. Uh, it's my number one. That's a good. Oh, pick. Yeah. It, was my, it is a great bar. That was your I number was, three, I, Missy. Yes, it was, and I would really love for the same reasons. I would really love to hang out with the bar at. I mean, with those fictional characters, specific, specifically, Lydian Marshall, um, because I think they're the best characters on the show. It's just my opinion. You want to be uh, their third? <laughs> I would love to be their third. That would be so much <laughs> and fun. Really, Lily would be fucking down for that too. <laughs> she would totally be down yeah. for that. Uh, yeah, it's great. How weird we turn this bar into a swingers bar all of a sudden, where it's like <laughs> just people out there looking to fucking have threesomes and shit. You know, like that's I how I would. Right? That's my how I met your mother reboot is the secret after hours uh, swingers club that happens at the bar. As soon as that cast leaves where they're like, all right, I guess I'm saying good night, whatever. It's like, boom, the lights go down neon. And all of a sudden everybody's just it's sucking called, dicks and shit. It's called McLaren's after dark. After dark. Uh, and they added a, a different space. They added another 300 square feet in the back. After dark. <laughs> Come out, get a drink, meet some friendly people and then fuck those. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, you're in the deep headphones too. I can really do that shit. <laughs> so yeah, man. Uh so uh that's my number one. Um so for final mountains, uh the what? I said it's a good bar. It was my number three. I agree yeah, with your yeah, pick. I agree. So I think McLaren's is the only. Oh no, it's not the Max. The Max. So of McLaren's, course. McLaren's, and the Max are the only repeats. So they're the ones that made the mountain for sure. Um. Uh. Then what else do you want to put on there? We got. Uh, Luke's Diner, Patty's Pub, JJ's Diner, uh, Crown and Anchor, Blutes, uh, Frozen Banana Stand. Cafe Nervosa, uh, Smash Club. I really want to put a Smash Club. <laughs> uh, Double R Diner. Uh, and I'm all for J- oh, JJ's. And then, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. JJ's Tavern, for sure. Pete. JJ's Diner for what sure. What was the last one? I, I want to make a case for 10 forward. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, ten forward. Ten forward. on the mountain. Most Tavern, Peach Pit. Yeah. Um, the, what's your so I like I like ten ten forward, but I don't know if it's like 
I don't, you know, I don't, I don't again, I don't know if it's mountain worthy. I do, it didn't, there's, it, there's, there's a lot of sitcoms on there. There's not any uh, sci-fi or drama. Okay. But I think there's a reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think as it's more approachable, like I think when you like, here's, here's the reality. Any group of characters on a sitcom in real life, you would be like, fuck these people, fuck them. They're all in a group. They're making it too long for me to get my fucking coffee. Like they're all, it's all about them. Like who the fuck? Like those, there are other people at that job who are like, fuck you, Chandler, who gives a shit about what you're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck like there's the, like the reality of those sitcoms is that they're just like heightened versions of people that you would find intolerable, you know, like it would right. just be like, my God. But the only one, honestly, that I feel like, like <clears throat> my argument would be like, that's the most, calm one where it's like you could just go there and that's part of your life as a, as a crew member on this ship and you just go and you just like that would make sense because you're all stuck on the ship you know you have the holodeck or whatever but you're, you're like if you want to just go can hang ask, out can i ask a question in in the 10 forward our crew members do, do they mingle with not is everybody there crew member no right they have, you said they no. have family there yeah they they have family sometimes they're they take uh like uh, political, like you know, delegates, ambassadors, and stuff like that. They they go there. It's but it, it is pretty the much like everyone who's on that to? ship, go, like lives on that ship. It's it's not necessarily relegated to to crew. Yeah, I guess I'm assuming. I guess I'm assuming that yeah. everyone on the ship is Just living on crew. Li- living on cruise ships. Living on cruise ships. There's never been a. There's never been a cruise ship company that goes. Yeah, we want the crew to mingle with the guests. <laughs> they don't fucking right, want yeah. that at all because they know they will fuck everybody. They don't. They, will, <laughs> they don't want that co mingling at all. Um, so uh, the other ones are Chaz Bar from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Patty's Pub, uh, Luke's Diner, uh, Moe's Tavern, The Peach Pit, Smash Club, Cafe Nervosa. I like Cafe Nervosa. Uh, it's my pick, but I like it mm. either way. Uh, just putting that out there. I like it too. Uh, uh, it's a coffee. It's a coffee place. I don't think any other place that we have is a coffee place. There's, there's food, and there's a bar, and then there's a diner. Well, there's two diners technically. The Max is technically a diner, right? Diner, I think the Max guys. should be on there. The Max is on there. Well, the Max is the Max yeah. is already on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyways, Cafe Nervosa, Blutes, Frozen Banana Stand, Crown and Anchor. I wish I could. I've seen. I wish I would have seen Ted uh, Lasso more. I recommend Ooh, it. I, I I I saw one episode. Um. So, what do you guys want to do? Talk to you guys. Well, ten forward. I mean, we've been talking about it enough. I think it's an interesting. It was also important to the show, like very important to the show, to have that place where they have downtime. So, I think ten forward could be could be on the mountain. Um, and then my other, my other, my other one would be for Moe's Tavern. But I, I like that one. But that's a, if I could pitch for another one for you guys to. Yeah, no, I, I pitch Cafe Nervoso, but that's my, I mean, it's a fucking coffee shop, so. Personally, I, I'd go for uh, for most Tavern over Cafe Nervoso. Plus, you know, you, you diversify and you get an animated one on the mountain, and I think that's that's important, too. There was plenty of animated people at McLaren. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. You guys want to go with most Tavern? Um, Missy, do you have any say? Do you have, you have, any, do you have any, any opinion? Counterpoint. Nope. nope. I'm good with whatever yeah. you guys want. <laughs> this is like just Boo. Boo. Shit so I can <laughs> fucking con Larry and curse him out properly for the shit that he put me <laughs> through. No. Uh, 
I'm not doing this show with David again. That motherfucker does not let me talk. <laughs> no. You three are jerks. Oh, that was my favorite part of this that whole was show. A good part. This whole episode, my favorite and part was like, you all did. David's like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Uh, okay, so most tavern. Yeah. yeah. Right. Is that what we're going with? I guess most tavern. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So the Actually, final mountain no, is uh, McLaren, <laughs> the Max, JJ's Diner, and most tavern, which leaves me with one shy of a perfect game. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's the final mountain. Uh, make sure you check out um, Mike. Mike, where can they find you? Aside from on this very podcast, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, you can check out Mike Contextualizes the Universe, uh, where I'm guiding Sherpa-ing my friend through the MCU, who has like not seen them all, and it's just like trying to figure out why everyone loves it. And we're going up movie by movie, and we're up to Winter Soldier, and then Ooh, the, the best one. <clears throat> arguably, we were we had a lot of fun with that one. I uh, talked about my love for knife flips in fight choreography, mm. and um, then so uh, sexy, yeah, the best. And then we also, um, uh, but they, but yeah, there's also so my contextualizes the universe, and then you can go to Missing Sock Podcast Network, uh, Missing Sock Network, um, Patreon.com/slash Missing Sock Network so that you can check out all the other shows on the network. Cause there's a lot, they're really fun. Honestly, they're, they're, they're really good shows. Um, right. Not to promote. I, I want to bring, uh, I want to fold in my two families. Like it's the Brady bunch. So that <laughs> I can put it all together. Uh, it's going to be more April. like step by step. We're like, you don't like this fucking people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It'll be like West side story where there's a dance fight. Uh, and then make sure to check out Mike on the other podcast on the Geekbro Network, which is the What's Up Bro podcast. Uh, we promise we're going to get to another episode soon. I know it's been a while. It's been a few weeks, but we got to get to it. Uh, Missy, who's also on the What's Up Bro podcast, could be found. Uh, her writing could be found at MissyWrites.com. Right? Mm-hmm. Did I get it right? Mm-hmm. MissyWrites.com. And mm-hmm. on her Instagram is mm-hmm. MissyTheWriter uh, is her Instagram <laughs> handle. MissyTheWriter. Uh, make sure you check her out and check out her writing. Uh, check out my, my comedy at narysigns.com or what was his name. This podcast, along with other podcasts, are in the uh, on the Helium Comedy Podcast Network, which you can find at heliumpresents.com. Uh, so make sure you go to heliumpresents.com. Check out all these other podcasts that are amazing from a lot of other comedians, including South Florida's own Ricky Cruz uh, with uh, Luis Diaz, who happens to be David's uh, cousin. So make sure to check that out. Very funny podcast. Uh, very funny guys. Uh, and check out the Geekbook Network, where you can find the other podcasts on the Geekbook Network, such as uh, the for- aforementioned What's Up, Bro, the Better Let Me Tell You, the um, the Mike Valdez one, which blanking on the name right now. Uh, Childlike at best. Childlike at best with Mike Valdez and our newest edition, A Dose of Ellie. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out at geekbro.net. Uh, and that's it. That's how lists are made. Thanks, Mike, for bailing us out, man. Appreciate Yay. it. <laughs> Missy's going to murder me later. Why? I don't know. I feel like I'm acting up. I, I've been, I, I, is the show over? <laughs> we should end it right there. <laughs> if we could just shut up for long enough for me to put that sound without you interrupting it, that would mean it's over. Four fucking times it took. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> comedy for comedy. That's that was all for comedy. Uh, no, I'm all antsy. I've I've been like working like for two weeks straight and I've had zero human interaction that wasn't in the fucking hospital. So now I'm all like, friends, we can talk about things and joke around and play. Uh, right, nothing bothers me anymore. After being friends with Neri, like absolutely nothing bothers <clears throat> me. Strong sibling energy right. today. Very good. Good job, you guys. Well done. Love you guys. <laughs> My ass hurts. This chair sucks. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>